it's like if you have to go tell the world about all the good deeds you've done, then you might not be doing them for the right reason. And that's 2021. Do the right thing for the right reason. And don't look around to see who saw it. Because that's what I saw a lot in 2020. There was this ego exercise where people were more interested in getting credit for the good they were doing than the actual good that they were doing. And I think that's something, if if you guys resonate with what I'm saying, that I would urge you to look out for. And that means oftentimes spending less time on social media, more time in stillness, more time with yourself, more time with your loved ones, and more times actually peering out into the world and asking yourself how you could make a difference. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. That is the story of human progress. One inch at a time. I'm your host, Joe DiStefano, and you're listening to Stack. Hey guys, what's happening? Welcome to 2021. Uh, This episode is set to go live on January 1st. And so, uh, admittedly, it is not January 1st today. It's a few days prior to, as I sit in my new office back in the United States of America and uh, sit on the floor because I have no furniture yet. And I'm looking out the window at a very rainy, crazy, cloudy day. Anyway, uh, I'm excited that you're here and I wanted to kind of just hop on today and do a little kind of um, impromptu chat on 2021, what that means, what I'm up to, what I'm bringing to the world, how I see my role in your health and wellness potentially changing a little bit, where I think maybe I can lend a few more helping hands than maybe I've been able to in the past, and and maybe even a little bit about what supplements and, and what kind of new biohacks and things I'm embarking on in 2021, because it's a big year. In 2020, I became a dad and that completely shook up my world and my my sort of worldview, my um, my my true north, so to speak. And and my good friend Adam von Roth, von Rothfelder and I just recorded a a long show on this topic on his podcast, and and his podcast is going live sometime in early January. Uh, he's a good friend. He's the founder of Strong Coffee, which you guys can head on over to. I think my discount code is just Joe Di. You can find a link in the show notes, and uh, that would be cool if you use my code and use my link because then you guys save a few bucks, and Adam knows that I sent you. And that's important because we scratch each other's backs and help each other out, and and that's where we need to go in 2021. We need to remember our humanity, remember our vulnerability, remember what makes us human, and remember without you, there's no need for me. And without me, maybe there's no you. So uh, we need to celebrate our differences. We need to celebrate each other. And we need to kind of help each other out. Because as we learned in 2020, and by the way, I'm going to link in the show notes to my five ways to change your life in 2020 episode that aired in late 2019, because it's pretty bittersweet. And something that 
believe me, I thought about just airing that episode again. And anytime I said 2019, I was just going to record a little 2020. And anytime I said 2020, I was going to say 2021 and just put that episode live. But that would have been cheating. And um, it's more sweet to sort of just go back and and listen to the words that I said and some of the research that I sort of brought up in that show because it's even more relevant now than it was then because in many cases we are uh, only deeper into the same quicksand and the same issues that we were at the end of 2019 and now it's it's really time. It's not time to start digging with a smaller shuffle. It's time to get ourselves out of this hole and that means reaching down with a helping hand, pulling people up that need it. And um, yeah, I thank you guys for all of your subscriptions and support in 2020. Uh, you guys really helped us grow this podcast. Um, gosh, just unbelievable. Uh, I was just, you know, getting all these year-end reports on podcast stats, and it's incredible how much the show has grown this year. And, and that's all thanks to you guys. So your subscriptions, rating, reviews, and shares are just making such a difference, and I thoroughly appreciate it. And I hope you guys know that. And I hope that, you know, when I jump on the mic like this and, and I'm just rambling, I'm really trying to provide you guys with some love and light and positive energy and vibes and, and advice and information that I think can help you in a time of need. And so uh, I'm glad that that many of you are appreciating that and, and helping me in return, just like using my codes and, and using my links and buying strong coffee and uh, all of the different products and things that I'm so damn fortunate to be able to tell you about. I mean, I was drinking strong coffee long before I had a discount code for it. I had, I was, you know, taking magnesium way before I started telling you guys about it. I was drinking Dry Farm Wines as a customer since the day they launched. In fact, Amelia and I's first date really was a Dry Farm Wines party after the Paleo Effects event years ago. And so all of the brands that I share on this episode are near and dear to my heart and your support of them uh, helps us put these shows together and helps make sure that when I mess up, my editor can go in and spend the time he needs to, to make these episodes as crisp and clear and perfect as possible. So uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You can find all of those products over at coachjodi.com. Just click Joe recommends and you'll be there at my comprehensive list. Now, like I said, I think that uh, in 2020, uh, we learned a lot. We learned a lot about ourselves. We learned a lot about um, each other. Um, there's a lot of division here. And I think it was Zach Bush that said, in all that division are the very clearest paths to your tribe. And so although we may feel more separate, in many ways, that sort of um, common bond is easier to find than maybe it was before. And I am not saying that um, that a lot of good came out of 2020 and, and that a lot of good came out of being so separated and so conflicted and, you know, not sharing the same political or public health or any other perspectives with people that were close to us or continue to be close to us, hopefully. But I know, I know, I know. But on the same token, when you find somebody that sees the world how you do, 
um, it's an opportunity to at least feel comfort in that. And so wherever you are on the political or environmental or any other spectrum, um, you know, at least be grateful that we're all in some way, shape or form maturing through this year and becoming more uh, aware of where we are investing our time, resources, and energy. And I think that is massively important. And one of the big pieces of the puzzle that that I am taking to 2021, you know, the the political landscape is madness, right? And I talked about this with, you know, various podcast guests like Paul Check and, and some others. And you can vote whichever way you want to vote. And oftentimes, you know, you're you're picking between a rock and a hard place. You're picking between a cold bath or a cold shower. And um, <laughs> and so really how you cast your vote in 2021 is how you spend your time and money. Uh, you know, if you're, if you don't believe that it's fair, that there are these massive, massive technological behemoths like the Facebooks and the Amazons and the Googles, then use a different search engine, use a different social media account and buy your food or buy your products at small businesses. That's how you cast a vote because these massive, massive companies, they thrive on massive numbers of customers. And if you don't believe in what they're selling or how they're conducting their business or how they're, um, you know, monopolizing small businesses, then it is your responsibility not to vote for the politician that, you know, you think is going to be the best at A, B, or C, but it's to decide where you put your time and energy. And that's why I uh, I haven't posted on Instagram since thanks since Thanksgiving. Um, and the reason is not because I've intentionally been boycotting. It just hasn't felt in alignment with me. It hasn't felt like a good investment of my time, resources, or anything else. And until it does, I'll probably not be rushing to post every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, whatever my rhythm was that I was trying to do. Um, but I'm investing my time into those things that that add to my vitality, add to my life, add to my vibration. And so generally, those things are my family, my baby boy, my uh, my tribe over at Runga, and, and trying to be just of service to those that really, really want to hear it. And I think that, you know, in this year, a lot of the topics that I tend to talk about and a lot of the things I've been talking about for years randomly became controversial. And honestly, it's just a platform that doesn't really want me to talk about vitamin D, vitamin C, or or respiration and breathing uh, isn't really a place for me because those things are the things that are really important to me that I think are found foundational to health. And, and so I haven't been investing my time there, and nor do I really want to talk about those things till I'm out of breath. In other words, I've talked about before how a lot of these sort of social media programs, you know, I think if I just every single day went on Instagram and posted a video of me doing kettlebell swings, or every day I went on Instagram and posted a video uh, of some workout or a picture of me with a real, you know, grimace on my face and a hundred pound kettlebell over my head, you know, I'd probably gain a couple thousand followers and I'd get more likes and I'd get more comments and Instagram would be really happy that I'm the kettlebell guy and and that's what I do but but that's not reality 
that's not reality. That's not who I am. You know, I did a TED talk uh, four or five years before breathing was hot, but I'm not the breathing guy. I've been using kettlebells since 2004, but I'm not just the kettlebell guy. I've been keto since 2007, but I'm not the keto guy because life, health, happiness, wellness, there are a lot of pieces to the puzzle. And there is no beachhead. There is no one thing that I want to focus on with my audience. And I definitely don't want to be in 2020 a full-time activist for vitamin D, vaccinations, or anything else. And so my authenticity has always been spread into health, fitness, wellness, uh, and longevity. And I enjoy sharing tidbits in all of these areas because I think authentically that's what people actually need. People don't need another Instagram account full of kettlebell swings. People don't need kettlebell swings. I mean, once I show you once, uh, you know, I should be able to, you know, move on to something else. And so there's a certain maturity I want to see in 2021. I think in 2020, the entire world received an unwelcome or unexpected helicopter parent. And that helicopter parent is government mandates and everything else. And uh, anybody that has witnessed, in my opinion, the effects of a helicopter parent, a parent that gets too involved in their children's childhood sports, a, a child, a parent that uh, doesn't let their kid go out with their friends or hang out with the friends that they want to or um, forces them to go into a certain college degree program because that's what we do and I haven't seen that work out too well for the kid or the parents through my observation over the last 36 years. And so I don't want to helicopter my parent, my kid. I don't want to helicopter parent my son. I've said on this podcast, my objective is to stay out of his way and to simply make sure he has the resources he needs to make decisions uh, that are in line with, with what I believe is best for him. And so that's my objective as a parent. And I sure as heck, didn't want a governmental parent that was telling me what I had to wear outdoors, how I had to keep track of my health, how I needed to act in the grocery store, how I, what hours I could be out to dinner or what restaurants I could go to or where I had to sit. I'm not interested in that personally. And so I think in 2021, I think some, some courage, I think some, um, uh, some, some confidence, I think some higher vibrations, I think some, some, uh, yeah, some, some mental and physical strength is what we need. I, I honestly, um, I'm hoping this isn't controversial, but I just see a lot of weakness right now. I see a lot of fear. I see a lot of people, um, globbing on to a reality that isn't that important, that globbing on and, and becoming attached to material things and um, including safety or perceived safety. Just this morning, I, I, had a, um, um, I had a plumber come over because we're having a lot of issues getting our full house. Uh, we've got a full house water filter system. Um, and then we've also got reverse osmosis at the at the kitchen sink, and we really go big here. But we're having some issues with this, so I am not kidding you guys. You know, the guy comes in, and of course he's got the the mask on because that's the mandate. But he had one of like the Under Armour masks on. That let's be serious. I mean, if you look at the actual data, uh, in many cases, I'm not saying a mask can't 
stop droplets from escaping your mouth. And I'm not saying um, the masks are completely useless or ineffective. I think they're a good cherry on top of a robust health and wellness program that includes nutrient-dense foods, exercise, sunlight, earthing, grounding, kettlebells, and everything else I talk about. But here's the dance. Here's the deal. Uh, this guy came in my house. He had this, you know, basketball jersey style mask on. And believe me, even if it was an N95, I'd have the same opinion. But he was actually coughing and not covering his mouth. And if you actually look at the data, in most cases, outside of the large droplets, a mask is like trying to keep uh, mosquitoes out of your yard with a chain link fence. The size of the virus in question is 100 times smaller than the holes in an N95 mask. And so at the point that a mask is actually reducing the frequency that people cover their mouths when they cough, now we're actually outsourcing our feelings of safety and security at the cost of our own health and our own um, risk of getting a disease or, or coming in contact with a viral particle. And so, you know, that guy came in and, and did that a couple of times. And obviously I kept my distance. And as soon as he left, I, I got out the oregano oil and um, dropped some immune charge and, you know, told my family to do the same, got some glutathione going. And um, because there's a false sense of security there. And um, as I've said, it's, you know, you can make the seatbelt mandatory, but it can't replace safe driving. And so um, anyway, I think as it relates to parenting in 2021, I'm going to be quite literally parenting. And many of you I know from your feedback are as well. There was a surprising number of new parents in, in 2020. And I don't know if that was my reticular activator, just like, you know, when you buy a black car, all of a sudden you see the black same black truck everywhere. Um, so it could be some of that, or maybe it's just that my content has attracted people that recently had children. But anyways, I'm into, I'm interested in becoming a better parent and I'm interested in becoming less parented by authorities that um, I did not uh, appoint. Um, and so I would urge you guys to just step into 2021. It's January 1st right now. Step into 2021 and say that you're going to live this year more courageously. Say you're going to live this year not in fear, but but in optimistic excitement and you're not going to live this year in any way, shape, or form in any way that doesn't align with your objectives, who you are, who you came into this world to be. And I think that there's there's a certain uh, number of people that grew in 2020 in a positive direction. And uh, of course, many of our finances aren't in the place we thought they'd be at the end of this year. But that aside, I'm talking personal growth. I'm talking emotional, spiritual growth. I'm talking physical strength. If 2020 knocked you down, if 2020 tripped you up, don't let that continue in 2021. Stand up, brush yourself off. Don't look at resources, look at resourcefulness and lead into this year with more courage than you had in 2020, because that's what this world needs. We don't need more people sitting back, being okay with being parented. We need people that are going to stand up and stand up for who they are, what they are, what they believe in, and more importantly, stand up for their own physical 
avatar bodies and get those things strong, get those things nutrient packed, get those things ready for the battle ahead because we are exposed to more information, more more harmful low vibration opinions, more radioactive frequencies and radiation in our environment than ever before. And like it or not, as my good friend Darren Olean says, like it or not, your biology is dealing with it. The chlorine, the fluoride, the pesticides, the pharmaceuticals that make it into your tap water supply, filter them out. Your body's dealing with it otherwise. The air you breathe in your home, God knows where it's coming from, where it's been. Filter your air. Take those responsibility measures because if you don't, you're dealing with it. And if you don't, you don't know how those things can affect your mental, physical, or spiritual well-being. Um, And I think that in 2021, this is going to be where we need to put our energy And again, the other big piece of this is not living in fear, and that especially means not living in fear of your fellow man and woman. That means putting that hand out and helping people out when they need it, and not just you know patting yourself on the back for helping someone out, but really helping them out. And um, I've done this in a few different ways that I'm not going to share because I'm not going to you know I'm not going to pat myself on the back for it. But look for opportunities not to you know tell people to support small business, go support small business. You don't have to get credit for it on Twitter. I saw someone the other day tweet. I saw someone the other day tweet. Um, my income wasn't, uh, wasn't affected in 2020. So I'm considering donating my stimulus check to XYZ. You're considering it? That's like trying to pat yourself on the back for thinking about you know, giving the old woman that walked onto the plane your seat in first class. Like, you don't get credit for thinking about it. You don't even get credit for doing it. You know, it's like if you have to go tell the world about all the good deeds you've done, then you might not be doing them for the right reason. And that's 2021. Do the right thing for the right reason and don't look around to see who saw it because that's what I saw a lot in 2021. It was all about... There was this ego exercise where people were more interested in getting credit for the good they were doing than the actual good that they were doing. And I think that's something, if if you guys resonate with what I'm saying, that I would urge you to look out for. And that means oftentimes spending less time on social media, more time in stillness, more time with yourself, more time with your loved ones, and more times actually peering out into the world and asking yourself how you could make a difference. Now, that got a little saltier than I was expecting, but that's where I'm at, guys. I think, you know, 2020, let's turn the page. Now, in terms of my um, personal vision right now in 2021, I'm going to um, become a stronger version of myself. And uh, a few things when I when I looked back at my training program as an example in 2020, did a lot of kettlebell swings, did a lot of carries, did a lot of getups. Um, I didn't do enough knee dominant vertical loaded work. So I of course do my humane burpees quite often, but I didn't do enough heavy squatting. So I had uh, 
two twenty four kilo bells for the majority of the gear, and you know I would do five by five front squats with those, you know, on occasion. But um, in truth, I didn't work with them quite often enough because I had to walk my bells like you know. And this sounds like I'm like complaining, but it's funny how like subconsciously maybe you're underslept because you got a newborn, maybe you you know you you don't have your nutrition perfect because you're in a foreign country. This is my personal tale. And sometimes when you're going outside and you got to carry your kettlebells 400 yards just to the place where you're going to train and you got to go down four flights of stairs and da 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 da. When you look at the 224s and the 212s and you say, Am I going to do two trips? How am I going to do this? And oftentimes what I would do is I would put the 12s uh, or the 16s, you know, usually 116 in my backpack, 116 in my right hand, and a 24 on my left. But Long story short, it wasn't often enough, admittedly, that I brought both 24 kilo bells out to the yard. You know, some of you might have seen my Instagram where it looks like I'm in a prison yard. Anyway, um, so anyways, when I looked at my training program, there was a deficit in that. Uh, there was also a deficit in hanging exercises. Um, and that was, you know, no surprise. I didn't have a pull-up bar in my quarantine apartment over in Luxembourg. And... Um, so that's the other thing. So when I was looking at my little home gym here, and you guys know if you've if you followed me, or especially if you're in the tribe, I've currently got one kettlebell, and so I had about 35 at my old house, and those are uh, in storage, being shipped here at the moment. But um, currently, I have one kettlebell. I called up my friend Jay over at Kettlebell Kings, and I said, "Hey, brother." Um, I know you've got inventory issues going on. You can't keep the kettlebells in stock. You, you know, you can't, um, you know, you got, you got more sales than bells. And so I said, I don't want to be a pain. I don't want to consume your inventory. I need a bell to get me through the next three weeks till my stuff gets here. Send me any bell that you've got more inventory than you expect to sell in the next 30 days or so. And don't tell me what it is. And so you know, a couple of, you know, a week or so later, he sends me, well, it arrives finally, and he sends me a, a 97 pound bell. And so the only kettlebell in my house right now is 97 pounds. And so uh, I've been doing a lot of um, uh, deadlifts. I actually bought two aerobic steps, like old school, like step aerobics. And so I've been doing like deficit uh, sumo deadlifts. And, um, so that's where like, you know, I, my feet, I've got the two aerobic steps on either side of the kettlebell. Uh, because when you start working with kettlebells that weigh a hundred pounds, uh, they're pretty big bells and your range of motion is quite short, uh, on things like the deadlift. And so I wanted to lengthen that up a little bit. I also use those steps for exercises like, uh, rear foot elevated or excuse me, front foot elevated lunges. So I'll actually, um, I've been doing this predominantly with body weight cause hundred pounds is kind of a lot for this exercise for me. But, um, when you do things like lunges and you've got both feet on the aerobic step and then you step off in a reverse lunge and really sink deep till your knee taps the ground gently. Uh, so you've got a, an extended range of motion on that lunge. You've got the, the two on either side of your kettlebell for your elevated, um, you know, sumo deadlifts. And then, you know, I've done a couple of like five by two goblet squats with it where you just do two reps, put it back down again, rest for a minute, do two reps, put it back down, rest for a minute, two reps. I've been doing that. And then I've also been doing a cool little ladder drill where it's one swing on the minute. Uh, and I, I add a swing every minute for five minutes and I do that three, four, five times. So it goes 
um, every minute on the minute you swing, and it's one swing, two swing, three swing, four swing, five swing, one swing, two swing, three swing, four swing, five swing, one swing, two swing, three swing, four swing, five swing, one swing, two swing, three swing, four swing, five swing. That would be three rounds. And you do that with this 100-pound bell, and it really builds your uh, both the volume and the um, and just the technique focus and, and gets you comfortable with those 100-pound swings because uh, it's been a while since I swung a 100-pound bell. Of course, I did. A lot of five by fives with my double twenty fours in Luxembourg, uh, whenever I lugged them down, uh, which is the same weight approximately. But um, but that's a cool way to kind of bridge the gap into heavier kettlebell swings, and then you know you can get creative because when you're doing sets of one, two, and three, uh, you know you've got a pretty long rest period, even though it's every minute on the minute. So when you finish your swing, you know you can do anything. You can do a couple of push ups. You could do uh, a couple of lunges. You could hold a thirty second plank. Uh, you can really get creative there as you want to add more and more intensity. So um, that's that. But as I was looking at my gym, knowing my uh, fan bikes and uh, my kettlebells are going to arrive soon, I said, what do I want to add to this little gym? So what did I do? I, um, I'm having a, uh, a custom squat stand built here. Um, uh, I've got a local guy that can... Uh, that can weld me up some squat stands because first of all, there's no inventory anywhere. And second of all, I don't have that much space. I've got a two car garage, but, uh, my truck, which by the way, I just bought my first car in about 10 years. I haven't needed a vehicle because I've lived in central. I lived in downtown Boston where parking wasn't even an option. And then I moved to LA where having a car is pretty pointless because it takes two hours to get anywhere. So I haven't bought a car in a long time, bought a car recently. Um, and, um, anyways, I have a two car garage, but my truck takes up a lot of it. And, um, so I don't have that much space. So I guess what I'm getting at is I don't feel I have room for like a full power rack. So what I did is I am installing a wall mounted pull-up bar and, um, and I'm having these two squat stands fabricated that are designed to be just basically take up as little space as possible. And so uh, because barbell work isn't like the real cornerstone of, of my training, kettlebells is my, you know, 80%, if not, you know, it's been 100% for the major majority of the past seven to 10 years. But um, where I decided to go in 2021, where I decided to really focus on my body's physical strength. And I've never been stronger than I, when I was uh, working um, with Eric Cressy and Cressy performance back in 2009. And, and he put me on a lot of like five by five back squat programs. And first of all, I gained weight uh, in a good way. You know, I gained, um, I was probably 15 pounds heavier than I am now. Um, and I also got up to, I got to pull out some of my old spreadsheets, but um, I was able to build my back squat to a number that was really, really impressive for me based on my experience lifting since high school. And, um, and so I want to get back to that Joe. And, and so, uh, when I, when I think back to my programs with Eric, um, I was, I was doing a lot of, um, weighted pull-ups and a lot of back squats. And so I decided when I was, when I was planning my home gym, I got the, um, the wall mounted pull-up bar. I also got a a 12, um, a 12, 14, 16 inch plyo box. And what I'm going to use that for, uh, are, um, 
things. I got some rings hanging from the pull-up bar. And then I'm going to use the plyo box to elevate my feet and do things like push-ups uh, and things like that on the rings. Because if you use rings or TRX or whatever for push-ups, if your feet are on the ground, you know, you're kind of just cheating. It's like, you know, you're using a lower percentage of your body weight than you would be just on flat ground. So um, I like to elevate the feet. It's also an amazing tool for uh, my favorite, if you follow any of my programming, 30-30 uh, intervals where basically you do like a 30-second hard style plank with your feet elevated and your hands in the rings and you're shaking like crazy. Um, that's a real favorite of mine for, for core work. So anyways, here was, here's what I'm doing. I've got the squat stands that I can pull out when I feel like it um, beneath that pull-up bar. And with the squat stands, um, it's actually kind of funny. Everything is out of stock, right? So I just, I went online today and I actually found a website that had 25 pound plates in stock and they were the only ones. So I literally just had to buy like, you know, 10, 25 pound plates. And so it's going to be kind of a funny comical bar, um, that I get set up there, uh, once that comes around. And, and then I'm also, um, I'm going to be using a rackable cambered bar, and this is a bar again that Eric Cressy introduced me to way back when and having dislocated both my shoulders and separated my collarbone and frayed my labrums and tore my rotator cuffs back squats. There's a reason I don't do a lot of them. Um, but this, this, uh, rackable cambered bar is this bar that allows you to kind of back squat. So you, you load the back just like you do in the squat rack or, you know, with a straight bar, but the, the cambered nature of it means it brings the handles. So you actually, you know, it's like, uh, you're grabbing it kind of by your armpits. And so your arms or your, your elbows are way below your shoulders. Your elbows are kind of at your sides and you're just, I was able to, um, uh, really activate my lats and really activate my core from this position. And I think that's part of the reason I was able to catapult my back squat while working with Eric. Um, that, and I used to joke that just walking in the door, Cressy performance increases your strength by about 20% because you're standing, you're, you're in the squat rack next to, you know, some professional ball players and the music's going and this guy's like pushing the sled. And it's just like, you know, the energy that I, that I really liked and resonated with. Um, so that's that. I've got the, uh, the cambered bar and, and a bunch of 25 pound plates. I've got the pull-up bar with the hanging rings and the, and the small plyo box. The other thing I bought was a, um, I actually didn't buy a conventional barbell. I got the cambered bar and then I got the, um, what's called an axle. And so I've got a fat grip bar for deadlifts. And I did that for two reasons. Number one, kettlebell training. You need all the grip you can get. Uh, and number two, I know I'm not going to be able to buy enough weight for a straight bar. So I'm worried. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to, uh, you know, get by with just a bunch of 25 pound plates, um, buying an axle bar, which is actually a fat grip. I think it's a 50 millimeter grip and most Olympic bars are between 28 millimeters and 30 millimeters. And so when you go from 30 millimeters to 50 millimeters, guess what? Your grip is going to be really taxed and you're not going to need as much weight on your deadlifts. So I've also got this bar, uh, for my flat ground stuff. And so, uh, I'm going to use that for, um, deadlifts. I'm going to use that for, um, maybe some cleans. We'll see. I don't, I don't quite know if I'm going to get back into that, but minimally I'm going to be doing fat grip deadlifts and cambered bar back squats probably twice a week each. And I'll do kind of a conjugate method with that. 
And then I'll layer that on top of my existing kettlebell work. And then I'll have the fan bike. And and the, the last investment that I haven't made is some sort of rowing uh, machine. And, and it's probably going to end up being a ski erg because I really dig ski ergs. I think, I think ski ergs are the yang to the kettlebell yin, or I would actually probably say the the, the ski erg is the yin and the kettlebell is the yang and and they fit together just like the yin and yang does because if you look at the shape the you know the the black dots on the on the white side of the yin and yang and the squiggly line uh, anatomically that's the ski erg and the kettlebell swing so look at the range of motion look at the movement pattern uh, it's the exact same movement if you're doing both properly with the weight and the load and the resistance coming in the opposite direction. So you're pulling a skier down into a hip hinge and the kettlebell is swinging in the upwards or horizontal direction from that same hip hinge. So doing things like um, calorie swing ladders between the ski erg and the kettlebell swing, I think is one of the most magical things in, in health and fitness. And so that'll be probably, and that's another space saver. So when I get my ski erg, I will, um, I like that. I just basically made the decision because I hadn't really talked about it that much, but I knew in my hard hearts, uh, what I'm likely going to do is, um, opt to not have my ski erg on a platform. Uh, when you look at ski ergs, you can usually buy them with a platform. I'm probably going to opt for just the ski erg and then I'll bolt it to the wall. So it's fixed and secure and it takes up almost no space. And so if I pull my truck in the garage or, uh, you know, something gets delivered or, um, you know, we need space for something, I still have that option. So that's, that's my plan. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to keep doing what I do and, and add in some of that. And, and if you guys want to join me, um, I'm about to launch a program and it's January 1st, which means it's live. And this new program is called Kettlebellers Anonymous. And for the last couple of years, I've done all sorts of programming for people, clients, athletes, um, enthusiasts, excuse me, around the world. And, um, I've had to charge a, a pretty, you know, steep fee for that because it's a lot of time and effort on my part. And, and, uh, every one of these people have a different set of equipment and, um, every one of these people have different objectives, needs, past injuries, et cetera. Um, but the pitfall was I kind of look at this group of clients that I have and I, I always wish that I had a platform for them to connect with each other because any gym owner knows community is everything and the results in the gym, the program is important. But what's more important is the culture, and this goes for any gym or any company. And so I've looked at those people, and I scratched my head, you know, when I was kind of heading into 2020, and how do I want to shake things up? How do I want to, um, you know, change up what I do uh, in order to ensure that the people that I am working with are truly getting everything that they can out of my training uh, while at the same time having a little bit of self-authorship over their training programs, and at the same time, uh, what am I doing to ensure after the year we just had that I'm making my services just that much more accessible? Because, uh, you know, a lot of us are in economic hardships right now. A lot of people have their businesses in, in various, uh, you know, um, levels of of um, either restructuring or destruction or what have you. And so those were my aims. I, I really wanted to create an online community of like-minded individuals uh, that was also at a price point that people could really afford. And so 
what I've done uh, with my new program, which is called Kettlebellers Anonymous, is I've made a, a an adjacent group inside our Runga tribe. So if you head on over to tribe.rungalife.com, you'll see a online community of amazing people. We just hosted an incredible 2021 intentions meeting. Uh, it was over two hours the other night. It was led by my wife, Amelia, who is just such an amazing, just angelic person who um, just shares the most amazing love and light with with our members and with anybody that she speaks with, works with, talks with, or, or what have you. Uh, so anyway, when you jump into tribe.rungalife.com, you'll see the $29 uh, membership. That's the community membership that gets you access to all of our monthly challenges, a monthly call with me, uh, her offerings for mindfulness and things. Also special guests in January. We're doing a very special event featuring Dr. Ara, who's a two-time former podcast guest uh, and, and private physician to many of the world's top golfers. In fact, seven number ones uh, are he's the private physician for seven number one golfers in the world. Um, and so he's doing a private event only for tribe members in the month of January. And, and you actually get a free month to that community membership with your, when you sign up. So free for 30 days, quit at any time. It's a fantastic community and I can't recommend it highly enough. Now adjacent, you'll also see, uh, a membership called Kettlebellers Anonymous, or it might be called, um, it, because it hasn't gone live. I'm not sure what the team is going to decide is best, but it might be called the coaching membership instead of the community membership. But this is Kettlebellers Anonymous, and it comes with the full tribe community membership, but it also includes this training program that is written by me. It is periodized for the entire year. It is based on the equipment that I've written about, the equipment that I think is most essential. And this often includes specific kettlebells for your body weight and gender and goals. And I'll link in the show notes to my articles on this so you can figure out if you have the right equipment. Um, and throughout the year, I give you about a, a three-month notice when the program is going to actually include another piece of equipment. So uh, in Q2, so after the first three months of the year, we're going to add, um, you know, some, I think, um, some barbell work. And so we'll add some of those fat grip deadlifts. Um, and of course, if you just, you know, have kettlebells, you can obviously just, we can, we'll put in a substitute. But um, so it's going to kind of really be a nice journey for folks throughout 2021. And then on top of that, um, I am going to offer this group a weekly call where any Kettlebell or Anonymous uh, member can jump on the phone with me, ask their questions, ask about any injuries they might have, ask about any equipment substitutions or anything else, which allows people to converse with themselves, get to know each other, and also completely customize their training program while at the same time uh, gaining some self-authorship and becoming a little bit empowered as to their abilities to design a program for themselves. Because there's a difference between a coach and a trainer. And, you know, a trainer might be a rep counter and programmer or whatever, but I really like to be called a coach. And I, I do that because I want to empower people. I want people to, you know, walk out the door. And if, if the technology were to just zap away tomorrow and we were to have a, just a global blackout, um, I want people to not be without a paddle. I want them to look in the garage and say, I got a kettlebell. I got a pull up bar. I know exactly what to do, even if I can't access Joe's program right now. So 
Uh, I think that this model where the program becomes a, um, an amazing tool that becomes the real foundation. And then every single week, this group is on the phone and people are, are really gaining some real autonomy and control over their training with my help. And so uh, this is another quit anytime type program. And it is actually, uh, I believe half the price of what I've been charging for the past couple of years, which I truly hope allows more people to come in. And I hope to make this service more accessible. And I hope this is effective. I simply could not go any lower than that because any lower than that. And, um, I wouldn't be, um, I'd be funding it myself. So that is the absolute rock bottom price that I could offer. And I hope to keep it. Now, if it proves to be too much work, if it proves to be, uh, you know, not, uh, enough revenue to pay my staff and the, the people that I have working on the back end of the technology, the people that produce this podcast, et cetera, uh, the price will have to go up. But, I find it uh, difficult to believe that folks that sign up in January, I think I'm going to let you guys lock in for at least 2021, even if the price were to go up later, uh, which would only be by necessity to, again, uh, pay the expenses associated with the offering. Um, I'm going to let anybody that signs up in January lock in that rate for the entire year. So head on over to tribe at Rungalife, excuse me, tribe.rungalife.com check us out. And that's what I'm going to be doing. And, and I'm going to be right there with you guys. And so this training program, you're going to really kind of see the ins and outs of, of what I'm going to be doing. And so I urge you to join me now in concert with this new training program. I mean, you might be wondering, well, what are you going to do on the nutritional side? And on the nutritional side, I'm going to be doing a couple of things. The first thing I'm going to do is head on over to my good friends at Ancestral Supplements. Um, Ancestral Supplements are just, I've been getting more and more into these. We first really got into Ancestral Supplements uh, when Emilia was in the beginnings of a potential pregnancy. And um, having been vegan for seven years and vegetarian prior to that, there was a concern about her levels of vitamin A, of her levels of some of the B vitamins that are really predominantly found in animal products. Her levels of choline, which is strongly correlated with birth defects if you're deficient. And so when we were kind of wondering what we wanted to do to tackle this, and Amelia wasn't really in the mood for uh, you know, steak dinners every night for a couple of months prior to you know becoming pregnant, we looked over to our good friends at Ancestral Supplements and realized that almost all of the essential nutrients for a healthy pregnancy are found in beef organs. And so she started taking these desiccated organs, and she is incredible. She feels amazing. I don't think she'll ever stop. The baby is incredibly healthy, vibrant, and happy. And so I'm going to be heading over there myself now. Now, in terms of the specific products that I'm going to be using, I will link in the show notes along with dosages because dosages are very important. But for starters, I'm going to be doing the grass-fed beef organs as well. Uh, I am also going to be doing um, the uh, bone and marrow, which is essentially cartilage and bone marrow. 
Um, it's this like incredible formula that supports your immune system and your connective tissue, because I'm going to be doing some more heavy lifting. I might be doing some more overhead work, which I know I didn't mention a minute ago, but that's in the plan. If my shoulders can tolerate it, I've talked about this before. I love presses with kettlebells, but presses with barbells and things have just never jived with both my head and neck problems due to my fractured skull and brain injury that I've talked about. And also just all the shoulder injuries, my, you know, from above the chest line, you know, I've got a lot of stuff going on. So barbell stuff. But anyway, um, as I know, I'm going to be going heavier. I want some more connective tissue health. So I'm going to be adding the bone and marrow. I'm going to be adding the beef organs. I am going to be intermittently sprinkling in uh, their thyroid product as well. Now, this is one that you got to look at your blood work. Um, you've got to make sure you don't mess around too heavily with these more glandular like approaches or these glandular products. Uh, but just in the name of, of maintaining and, and heading towards a bit of a body comp goal myself, I'm going to be sprinkling in some beef thyroid. And the last one that I'm going to be incorporating is a product called Mojo. And that is the male optimization formula. And they also have one for females. And the female one supports fertility, libido, hormone balance. It improves your mood. Um, it actually includes both products that I just mentioned along with a few others. And the male optimizo- optimization uh, supports heart health, prostate health, um, uh, testosterone production. And um, that's something that I'm going to absolutely be taking in 2021, at least give it a shot for three months or so, because as I'm lifting heavier, you know, you generally want more support in that area and things like uh, growth hormone and testosterone. And uh, I think that this product will really support heavy lifting. And also there's some interesting research that I've read. And, and honestly, I'll just share with you guys. I, I haven't seen this effect in my own blood work, but there's a lot of guys that report a little dip in testosterone in the year following uh, becoming a parent. And this seems to me like a ancestral, uh, you know, keep dad around type thing. Um, perhaps um, it's an interesting, you know, we could kind of wonder why this might be, but a lot of guys report this. And so um, although I haven't seen it personally, uh, it's another reason I decided to to add in the male optimization formula, at least again, for about a 90 day test to see how I do and how I feel and how it affects my gym performance. So um, I'm going to be doing that. I'm also going to be adding in a handful of products from my friends at Keon. Uh, I'm going to be taking more of their creatine and their powdered aminos. And so probably twice a day, I'm going to be doing an aminos little cocktail where I get the uh, lemon lime uh, aminos. I like the lemon lime one. Um, And then I'll, I'll drop in like three grams of creatine. And I'll do that, you know, probably sometime in the morning. And then I'll do it probably post workout. Uh, or during my workout, depending on what kind of day it is. And so I'm going to be increasing the uh, amount of creatine and aminos or or minimally becoming far more consistent. And then the other thing I'm going to add in um, to my, you know, post-workout window or shake uh, is just a lot more colostrum. And this is a, a food that is amazing. And I've talked about before, whenever I do these strength uh, you know, uh, this eight to 12 weeks of real hardcore strength work, I generally add in raw dairy. I add in raw kefir. I drink 16 to 20 ounces of raw kefir 
almost every single day. And that's kind of my protein shake. That's my IGF one switch on. That's my, uh, some extra proteins, some extra calories. It's really my calories, right? Because when you're trying to add strength and muscle, uh, you need calories. That's, that's kind of king. Well, we've moved out of, uh, California and, um, I can no longer get raw kefir the way I once could. And so, um, with that being the case, I'm probably going to be, um, probably be dabbling in some new whey protein products and I'm going to be adding in a lot more of this colostrum that I get from Keon. So, um, that's what I'll be supporting on that end. And then finally, um, in terms of my other, excuse me, targeted supplements, I've been taking a lot of vitamin D in 2020. As you guys know, my levels are topped off. My levels are about 80 right now. And so I'm going to probably move from some of these targeted, uh, supplements, you know, taking my immune charge or my vitamin D and I'll probably shift into two products. One of them is NAD platinum, which is my sort of methylation and NAD support. And then I'm just going to go ultravitamin, uh, which is uh, Quicksilver's multivitamin. And so it's got lower levels of vitamin D, and, and I'll keep some vitamin D on hand and immune charge on hand as needed. But I've put my levels to the moon this year, and so I'm not worried about any deficiencies. And so I think that uh, ultravitamin is just going to help me coast along, and I'll be taking fewer total products by by just having you know the NAD Platinum plus the, the ultravitamin. So... Uh, that on top of all the hydration stuff that I've already told you guys a million times, I'll maintain that as well. But that's kind of my plan on that front. And again, you know, maybe once a week, I'll take a couple of straight pumps, like a, you know, a 10 or 15,000 day of vitamin D once a week, just to like make sure my levels are topped off. Uh, or if I'm flying or, or traveling or whatever, I'll, I'll jack up on the immune charge. But my day in day out protocol is going to be that sort of teaspoon of, of, uh, ultravitamin along with uh, NAD platinum, which is a phenomenal freaking product. Yeah. Wow. Well, that that's my 2021 guys. And um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I thought this show might go. I wasn't, you know, quite sure. I wanted to just jump on the mic and just, you know, just kind of try to push you guys some truth and just speak from my heart and tell you honestly what I'm up to, what I'm doing, what I'm focusing on, where I think the world needs to go in 2021 and, and hope that you agree and hope that you at least got something out of this last hour or so. I'm not even sure how long I've been on, but, um, I wish you guys as always, whether you agree with me on some of this stuff or not, uh, I hope you do know that I am, I am aiming to be of help and I am aiming to speak my truth. And, um, I think if we all did that and we all felt free to do that, uh, I think the world would grow in a much better light than perhaps it did in 2020, because I think a lot of people are, are speaking their truth and a lot of people aren't. And so, uh, that doesn't really, you know, if you try to row a canoe or row a boat and you only row one side, if only one side is speaking their truth and the other one's kind of in the closet or not really, you know, speaking, their full truth or their full mind, or they're kind of going with the flow, you're just going to go in circles, which is not surprisingly sort of how 2020 has felt little, little, uh, twilight zoney here. So again, I wish you guys all the best from the bottom of my heart. And I'm so grateful for every one of you guys that listen to these shows and subscribe to this podcast. You know, I love you guys and I thank you guys so, so much. And, um, yeah, don't forget to rate, review, and and share this show on 
on social media as you see fit or as you wish. And if you do, just send a tag over to Coach Jody I. I almost had some weird accent there. Uh, just tag Coach Jody I. And once you do that, I see those messages come in. I usually try to share them as long as I catch them within the, you know, whatever the window is until they expire. But when you do that, uh, you are entered to win a $150 gift card to Kettlebell Kings. And my good friends over there are doing their absolute best at keeping things in inventory. They're doing a phenomenal job every week. I haven't seen, you know, out of stock, out of stock, out of stock, out of stock on every weight in months. And so you can generally always get something. They're doing a phenomenal job, and I'm so grateful to have their support on the show. I believe our discount code is just RUNGA, R-U-N-G-A. If not, I'll link in the show notes to our proper code because I know these things change from time to time, but that saves you uh, 10 or 15% on your kettlebell order. And when you're you know, spending a couple hundred bucks on kettlebells, that makes a difference. So be sure to use the code, check it out again. If R-U-N-G-A doesn't work at checkout, head over to the show notes and I'll make sure that the proper code is there. And I wish you guys an absolute amazing January 1st, if that's when you're listening to this show. And if not, have an amazing day, amazing week, perfect month, and wonderful year. Ciao. Hey, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's show. For the show notes for today's episode, head on over to CoachJoeDI.com and click podcast from the menu. If you'd like to leave a review, which I would absolutely appreciate on iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you found this show, please do so. These mean the world to me. They help me understand what my audience is gaining from these shows that I'm pouring my heart into and ultimately helps us to reach more people because these platforms like shows that get reviews. So it helps us out so much. If you're digging the shows, this would be so great if you could just leave a review. Also, I still give away $150 every two weeks to kettlebellkings.com to somebody that reviews my show. So if you leave a review, just screenshot it and email it to hey at coachjodi.com and my team will enter you to win this $150 gift card so that you can outfit your home with a couple of kettlebells on me. Also, when you're in the show notes, you'll find links to any products that we discussed. For full transparency, some of these links do contain affiliate links. This helps me to fund these episodes, pay my staff, and ensure that I'm taking care of the people that take care of us. So I absolutely appreciate you clicking links and using codes. It helps keep this train on the tracks. All right, guys, until next week, thank you as always for listening. I really appreciate you guys subscribing and listening to this show every week. I really put a lot into them, so thank you so much. And you'll hear from me again next week. Take care.